Hey, fam. Hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here with a word, okay? And like always, this word has been stirring within me for a, maybe a couple weeks now. But I wanted to wait until the Lord gave me that nudge, that Kairos kind of nudge, like it's the set time for this word, okay? And I just want to start by saying, you're never too dirty for the Lord to clean you. Sis, you not never too dirty for the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of the lamb. You are never too dirty. You've never went far enough away from God that he won't come and get you. I can testify that I was that sheep that wandered from the flock. And he came and he got me. There's times, you know, where I get distracted. And I go to turn around and Jesus is just standing there. Like, come on, little sheep. <laughs> come on, little sheep. And I just want you to know that God is saying to you, come on, little sheep, I'm right here. There's nothing too big and there's nothing too small that God can't and won't do for you. He showed you by giving his life up that he will do all that it is to redeem you, to wash you in his blood, make you a new creation. There is nothing that God won't do. But this word today is talking about our idols, the idols we put up in our lives. And family, when I tell you I've been humbled, <laughs> I've been humbled. I'm, I'm getting my stuff back slowly. But I was sitting there and I was talking to my sister and I was telling her like, I'm glad that God punished me. It didn't feel good when he stripped me. It didn't feel good. But who I am now, it was worth it. It was worth losing cars. It was worth losing finances. It was worth losing friendships. It was worth losing the old me. It was all worth it. I went in have asked. If I could go back, I would have asked for nothing less because then it wouldn't have been his best. When I tell you I was filthy in my sins, I was to the point where I wasn't even looking for Jesus. I was looking for idols to replace him. I was looking for idols to fill this void within me. But when I tell you my God showed up in just the right time. He knew that my soul was thirsty for him. He knew that I needed him. And he showed up. And I wasn't even looking for him. I wasn't looking. When he came and got me out that pit, I wasn't even looking for him. And I say that because I want you to ask yourself, what am I putting before God? 
Because whatever you are putting before him, it's time to tear it down. It's time to destroy it. And it's time to demolish it. I was hard-headed. And I clung on to so many things that ultimately got taken away from me. But it was to show me that all I need is Jesus. He's all that I need. I've learned how to survive on nothing and to survive with everything. I've learned the secret. Like Paul said, and it's Jesus. It's him. Family, it was so many times I would come on here and give a word. And I was losing everything. Everything was getting destroyed in front of my face. And all I had left was God's word. It was so many times I wanted to give up. It was so many times I just wanted to just die. It was so many times I just wanted to lock myself in a room and just be numb. It was so many times that I wanted to go and hit the blunt. Let me be real with you. But Jesus, each and every time Jesus came and he did what he promised. He gave me peace in my storm. He calmed the waves. He calmed the wind. And he came and he got me. He showed me that no matter what idol I put in front of myself and in front of, in front of him, it will not be able to withstand his power. And I just want somebody to know that. It don't matter what it is. Let it go. If the Lord said quit your job, quit it. If the Lord said give up your car, give it up. If the Lord said move, move. Because what you are about to gain is so much more than what you're about to give up. Don't cling on to these earthly things, these earthly possessions. Don't cling to that. Mm-mm. Cling to Jesus because he is who we need. Oh, my gosh. My son was in the back seat today when we was riding. And we watched Chosen a lot. The Chosen. You go on Prime. You can download the Chosen app. Go watch it starting at season one. Okay? Because that is good. It's a good series. And it's um one of the disciples on there that plays Little James. He was singing this song. And he was saying, my soul thirst for you mm. and I heard my son back in the backseat singing it he was just singing like and he was telling the Lord because he was saying to the Lord he was telling him that his soul thirsts for him mm, 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 mm. and that just been stuck in my spirit all day all day that my soul is thirsty for you when I get distracted, it's because my soul is thirsting for you. The distractions will come, but I know that my God is able to uproot them distractions, child. Because your soul is thirsting for him. Your soul is hungry for him. Your soul needs him. He said, apart from me, you can do nothing. He said a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. Hallelujah. Listen, I believe it was John 14, 15, 16, and 17 when I first moved into my very first apartment. And I was, whoo, child, when I tell you, 
The weeping may come. I used to weep every day because I sat in shame and I was sitting in that condemnation to who I seemed when I looked at myself. I, I was just so dirty and I just could weep because it was that I didn't want Jesus to see me like that. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Listen, I'm good with crying because my God is worth every tear I shed. Mm -hmm. But I would just cry and I would sit on my couch because all I had was a couch, a table, and a bed. And then my kids had their toys and stuff. Me and my kids, we slept in the same bed. Shoot, my kids still sleep in the bed with me. They just love sleeping in the bed with me. But when I lived in my first place, I didn't have an option. They had their own bedroom. But when I tell you I was stripped that I couldn't afford a second bed, I mean, finances came, but I still was wrestling with my flesh. I still, until this very day, like, I, I, I try to focus on taking all things back to God and allowing him to lead. But back then, child, it was so much in me that had to get uprooted. Mm. But anyway, I used to sit on my couch and I just used to read John 14, 15, 16, and 17. I would weep. I would weep. Because in that moment, I didn't realize Jesus was talking to me. But one day it all started making sense because the Lord says... Keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and that door will be open unto you. He needs you to be persistent. Okay? And in that time, I was so hungry. Because when he first touched me, when God first came and got me, it was something like I never experienced before. It was something I never experienced before. It was just this wonder that I had. It was just this deep need that I felt within me that I need you I would sit there and I would weep and if somebody I could just feel the stripping and that's what the Lord is bringing me here he said because it's people being stripped and I want to tell you to go start reading John 14 15 16 and 17 I used to read that faithfully and know God is talking to you Allow him to cleanse you. It's so many things that gets unraveled as you walk with the Lord that you see is really evil in his sight. Walk with him. I couldn't even put in one podcast. I probably can't even tell you. Every, I know I can't. I can't tell you everything in my one life right here, right now. But God will lead you. And his blood will cover the rest. Family, I just want you to know that you are so precious to God. He has plans for you. He said that he was going to prepare room for you. And when it was ready, he would come and get you. Haven't you heard? Jesus said, my father has many mansions. And he sent me here. You're listening to this right now because he said it's time for you to come with me. Your room is ready. That's what I hear the Lord saying. He said your room is ready. Follow me. 
family. Your sister will never tell you nothing less than trust him. Believe in who he said he is. Because everything you read is the truth, child. Everything that you, you read in your word is the truth. Begin to dive deep within the scriptures give ask god to give you revelation hallelujah the lord will do it so that word will hit you so different hallelujah it will hit you so different and it will come to life before you he will literally you'll be like i know he's talking to me listen all you need is one word all you need is one touch and your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Now the Lord, he said to Peter, he said, Peter, Peter, Satan has asked to sift each, and, each one of you as wheat. But Jesus said, I pray for you that you would keep the faith. See, so when, when the sifting is done, the Lord told Peter to go strengthen his brothers. He said, come go strengthen my people. The same Peter that betrayed him, the same Peter that denied that he knew him was the same Peter that said, once he gets, once Satan gets done with you, strengthen your brothers and sisters. The same Peter that denied him, the same Peter that betrayed him, the same Peter that watched him do miracle after miracle and still denied him. He said, do you love me? Three times. Each time Peter said yes. But then the last time he said, Lord, you know I love you. He said, well, if you love me, feed my sheep. Hallelujah. <laughs> and family, I say that because what you're going through is the sifting. What you're going through is the, for you to ascend. It's a part of your resurrection. It's a part of your death, okay? Because if we want to reign with Christ, we got to suffer with him, okay? But the Lord said, I got purpose for that. Nothing will left that the enemy has turned upside down. Nothing will be not returned to right side up, says the Lord. He said, nothing. I'm not wasting anything. Everything you are going through, I will provide for you through that same thing. That same rock that would not produce fruit, says the Lord. He says that's the same rock that will begin to produce for you. Believe him. Okay. I want to take you to um, Daniel chapter 3. I'm going to start at verse 4. Then a herald shouted out. People of all races and nations and language, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King, Gene king Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. And what the Lord was brewing in my spirit was the enemy wants to throw you in the furnace. He wants you to go in that furnace. So he, he's setting you up. He, he's using people around you to put you in that furnace. But the Lord told me to ask you, 
Are you going to bend to the idols to stay out of the furnace? Or are you going to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Let's keep going. So at the sound of the, the musical instruments, all the people, wherever their race or nation or language, bowed to the ground and worshiped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you. Your majesty, they refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Will you be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Even the world is telling you to, to bow down. Are you going to stand up? Even when the world is saying, when you don't listen, we're going to throw you in that furnace. Are you still going to stand up? Are you still going to stand, stand 10 toes deep in the truth? Or are you going to bow? See, one thing I learned. Because God, mm, he is so good. And, and you'll catch yourself fighting up against them, right? It'll be something. He'll give you a nudge and like, put that, put that to death. That, that's an idol. And we won't listen to God, right? And then we'll be wrestling with him, swearing it's the enemy. But it's God. He like, I told you. I told you to put it down. That is something that's trying to exalt itself over me. Family, when I tell you I had to lose so much because I was fighting the hand of God, I was being hard-headed. And I watched things just be stripped from me because I, I was so comfortable in knowing, okay, if I go do this, boom, this will happen. If I go do that, boom, that will happen. But the whole time I was saying I, I had to learn. I had to learn to yield to the I am. Because I am not the I am. He is who he said he is. He is the I am who is I am. So I had to humble myself to a lowercase I. And I had to go and ask the uppercase I what he wanted me to do. And he told me, don't bow down. He said, stop being a slave. He told me I was a slave. This whole time, I was conditioned to think I was free, but I was still a slave. I was trying to serve two masters. And the truth is in the pudding. I was despising what God was doing. I didn't want to give away. I didn't want to give all my stuff away. I wanted to keep it and I wanted to serve God. But... I would, he knew that my soul was thirsty for him. He knew that I loved him. So he said, you know what? I'm going to be patient with you. I'm going to take it. But now I take it forcefully because you won't give it up. And the Lord is saying with some of you, he's taking away forcefully because you won't give it up. And he loves you too much to leave you where you at. He said, even though right now you might be having an attitude, you might not be able to stand me. But I love you too much to leave you sitting there. I love you too much to watch you stay a slave. He said, I love you too much for that. So, yes, I'm taking it from you. 
But what you will gain surely will surpass what was taken away. That's what the Lord says. He said, then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or worship or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. Are you willing to stand up against these 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 principalities? Are you able to stand up against the kings of this world? Are you are you willing to stand up against the beast? Are you willing? Or will you bow down? And then what God will be and what God and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power. You see, he used a lowercase G. And he ain't got no real power. Remember, Jesus told Pilate, I think it was Pilate, he said, Listen, any authority that was given to you was given to you from above. My father gave you this authority. So I still don't trust you. I trust my God because my God handed me over to you. So do what you have to do, but I won't bow down. And that's how I live my life now. I'm not bowing down. Because if anything happens, it's because my God allowed it in the first place. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego reply, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. You heard him. We don't even need to defend ourselves. If we are thrown into the blading furnace, the God, capital G, who we serve is able to to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Listen. I got to be real with you because this just keep on popping into my spirit, okay? But you can't have friendship with the world and think you're going to have a relationship with God. Friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God. And one video I was watching, it was Isaiah Robin. Robin, Robin. I think it's real Robin, okay? And he had did a video on Beyonce and how they got like this whole religion or she thinks she this god or stuff i'll link it at the bottom so you can watch it because listen child it was too much but one thing beyonce said even if she didn't write it she said it she said she uses the pages of the bible she said the holy book but in the video it was the bible she said she uses the pages of the bible to plug up her menses basically saying she uses the bible as a tampon that's disrespectful so how can you still bump her music and think you got a relationship with god where she told you what that spirit in her because listen we gotta pray for her but that spirit in her said that she's she's the final god that's trifling I, like the, even to repeat it right now is disgusting but you, you she know what kind of platform she has and you were willing to say that towards millions of people will you stand or will you bow it's some people that so friendship with the world and you don't want the beehive to come up against you that you ain't gonna say nothing you just gonna bow but no that's disgusting
she can get deliverance. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not here to tell you that nobody, God doesn't hate nobody. He just hates sin. God still died for Beyonce. He did. But what she said was disgusting. And then, because remember, I don't even know what song that was. I don't listen. I don't listen to her no more. When I was rarely, I used to listen to her. But once I came into the kingdom, mm-mm, because the Lord gives you new eyes that see and ears that really hear. But it was another song where she's, it was like in the media where they were saying, she said something about spazzing. And then they took it away, like in some type of community, because spaz was like a bad word. I, I don't even know the whole story, but I'll link the link at the bottom, and then you can you can listen to it because I don't remember it all. But all I'm saying is, if she was able to retract that statement, she should have been able to retract what she said about the Lord. But too many of the too many of God's children, and I say that with the air quotes because who are you really standing for? Still be bumping her music. Still won't stand up. Still be under the comment section being like, well, she Jesus died for sinners. No, you taking that scripture out of context. He died to set you free from sin. Not to stay there. Listen, I might tell my kids to do something. I might be doing something for my kids, right? Okay, let me say, what's up, man? I might be cooking them a dinner. And my daughter, she picky. And she'd be like, why are we eating that? Why are you chopping that up? And I'd be like, well, I ain't doing it for my health. Like, I ain't doing it for no reason because you're going to eat it. Jesus ain't dying on the cross for nothing just so you can stay in sin. He died to set you free. But you'd rather blast somebody in your ear that says they use the Bible as a tampon. Listen, if you talk about my earthly mom, if you talk about my earthly father, we will have issues. Because who you talking about? <laughs> Can I be real? You ain't about to let nobody just say something about your mom. You ain't about to let nobody say something about your dad. You're not about to do that. So you don't think I'm going to say something when you coming for my father? That's disrespectful and that's disgusting. But will you bow? Will you bow to that? Will you still bump that? That's one of the things because that was the perfect example of an idol was how people literally worship her. I don't get it. She she ain't died nowhere on the cross for your sins. She didn't even create you. And listen, let me tell you something. I don't care who I make mad. Let me set this straight right now for the spirits in the back. I don't care who I make mad because let me tell you something. I aim only to please Jesus Christ. That's it. That's it. (laughs) I just had to let the spirits in the back know because it is what it is. It is what it is. That's disgusting. And if you think that that's okay, I pray for you. I'm going to still pray for you, but it's disgusting. I know that Jesus is the true and living God, but I ain't about to say nothing nasty like that about nobody else's false God. I'm going to just say your God is false, but I ain't about to just be disgusted with it. Child. And then you got, uh, listen, child, it'd be right in front of your eyes, right in front of your eyes. You will watch these people manifest into the demons that's in them right before your eyes. But will you bow? Will you bow to social media? I think that is weird, right? 
because this is just the Lord. He just bringing me. He bringing me, and I'm take. I'm going. I'm taking it there. I just think it's so crazy how it's filters, right? And what it really does is it make it starts to begin to make people with low self esteem more insecure to the point where you want to use a filter for everything. You try to go get a use your filter at the DMV. You want to look like something that somebody set up on an app. You don't think that's demonic? If God wanted us all to look alike, we would have the power to all look alike. We would all look alike. But God was creating you. He saw fit to design you the way he saw you. And it's demonic. It is demonic how these celebrities sit there with all this plastic surgery and you don't even look like how you used to look. You're completely different. You don't think that's a slap in the face to God? Listen, if somebody tell me my food nasty, I'm going to have a problem because what you mean my food was nasty? But you sit in God's face reconstructing your whole body? Oh, God. But he's so good. He still give you time. Let's keep going. King Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they they tied them up and threw them into the furnace fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied it fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, who Jesus, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look. Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unarmed and the fourth looks like a God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God. Who, listen, let me tell you something. Just a minute ago, Nebuchadnezzar, he was an unbeliever. He was like, well, what God will be able to save you from my power? He was very prideful. But see, it was a humbling factor when they got thrown into that furnace. Then the Lord showed up. Hallelujah. He untied his people. Do you understand? They were in there fully clothed. That means the flame should have been consuming them. You understand me? The flame should have been on their clothing. It should have been on the robe. It should have been on all of that. But guess what? Jesus. That's what happened. Jesus. So, yeah, you might not bow down to the idols, but your God is showing up. Hallelujah. I wouldn't be on here preaching to you as boldly as I am if I didn't know this to be the truth. I only can fear God. I'm not built to fear this world because this world is under my feet already in the name of Jesus. By what he did on the cross, I am able to tell Satan to get under my feet and that's where he got to go. In the name of Jesus. 
I'm overcoming by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Do you understand? And that's what the Lord is calling you to do, to overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Go start sharing it with people. Stop shrinking back in shame for what you feel like you should be ashamed of and go profess it boldly. Hallelujah. He said, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stopped. Step out of the fire. Who God. Then they stepped out of the fire. First of all, they was bound when they went in the fire. But they had this mindset. They had that, that boldness of a lion. And they said, even if my God don't show up, I still ain't bowing. And that same God caused them to step out of the fire. Who Jesus. And it said, then the high officers, official governors and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Who Jesus. Not a hair on their heads was singed and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. Family. We are stepping into a season where you're not even about to smell. Or look like you was in the fire. Because the Lord is saying, step out of that fire. That's what the Lord is speaking today, receiving. He says, step out that fire. Trust me. Haven't that showed up in the fire for you? Step out. You don't have to bow to those idols. You got me. Yeah, none of them false gods could save you. But all you need is the word of my mouth, says the Lord. And I can tell the flames not to consume you. In Isaiah 43, he said, and when you go through the fires of oppression, the flames will not consume you. Hallelujah. And I can testify that that's the truth. Because I've been thrown in some fires and the flames didn't consume me. I should have been out. Do you understand me? You were born to bring God glory. Let me tell you something. I was a little baby, little, little baby. And I had got whooping cough. And the doctors told my parents, she ain't about to make it. They, yeah, they, they try to give me a bit in death. They try to speak death over me. But even then, fresh out the womb, I was born to bring God glory. Because I'm here, ain't I? <laughs> I was born to bring him glory. I was born to do it. So I can testify when I tell you God created you for his glory. Listen, I had them doctors scratching their head like, surely this should have taken her out. Surely she should have had some brain damage. She was too little for that. She shouldn't have survived. But my God, though. <laughs> but my God, though. Let me tell you something. But my God, I was born to worship. Okay? But my God. I'm, I'm smelling like placenta laying there bringing my father glory because that's what I was born to do. Okay? And that's why I'm telling you, I can, I can smell it on you, that you are born to bring the father glory. See, because the anointing travels. You don't got to be in the room for me to smell the anointing. It travels. And the fact that you are listening to this is because you were born to glorify God. Okay? Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angels to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defiled the king's command and were willing to die rather to serve or worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make this decree. 
If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb, and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can rescue like this. Who, Jesus? You see why? In that furnace, God is showing people that can't none of your idols do this. Can't none of the people you worship do this. Can't none of your belongings and possessions do this. It's only me, says the Lord. He says, only me. Some trust in horses and sh- some trust in charioteers, charioteers, but you are to trust in the name of the Lord. You are to trust in the God of Israel. You are to trust in Jesus Christ, okay? He set you apart for a purpose. Do you understand me? You didn't fit in for a purpose. Do you understand me? Your life has been hard for a purpose. It was to show people, listen, it was to show people that can no other God can rescue like this. So when people that saw you strung out on drugs see you sober, they will know ain't no other God like the God she serves. When people that you used to sit there and fornicate with see that you are set free, they will say, can't no other God rescue like this God right here. When people that see you broke and looking nasty in that pit, listen, let me tell you something. And when they see you flourishing, they're going to say, ain't no other God that can rescue like that God. When people see you sick, when people see you bound, and they see the Lord set you free, they see the Lord heal you, they're going to say, it's no other God like their God. Let me tell you, that is what God, why God allowed it to happen. He wasn't doing it to be hard on you. It was because you were made to bring him glory. Can I give you that nugget? Then the king prompted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. So then they got promotion. Hallelujah. <laughs> I get fired up with that when that fresh oil come on me, that fresh anointing come on me. I listen. Whew. To God be the glory, because he be doing it, okay? Um, I'm going to pray for you, and if there's anything else that the Lord needs me to say, I will say it. Let's bow our heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm coming to you, Lord, humbly, asking that you have your way, Lord, in each and every one of our lives, Father. I'm praying that nevertheless, I'm praying the nevertheless over your people right now, Lord. I speak nevertheless into that atmosphere, Father. I pray, Father, that as your people hear this word, Lord, that an open heart surgery begins to happen, Father God. That you begin to take out the impurities. You you begin to take out the evil. Take the darkness out of their bodies, Father. And consume them in light, Father. Consume them with that Holy Ghost fire, Father God. Lord, I'm praying that your child gets new oil, Lord. Give her that new wine. I'm talking about bring out that wine you bought out at Canaan, Lord. Matter of fact, not even at the wedding at Canaan because you said you're doing a new thing. Give her some fresh new wine, Lord. Give her a fresh new anointing, God. 
to be able to withstand the winds and the waves, Father, and to overcome. I speak a, a resurrection over her, Lord. I speak that she will rise, Lord, in Jesus' name. I speak that no weapon that came against her will prosper, Lord. But what I'm speaking is it will be used for your glory, Lord. Each weapon that was formed will be for her glory, Father. Each time that that canker worm or the locust came and ate that blessing, Father God, I'm asking, Lord, that you restore her, Lord, and that the canker worm and the locust is for her glory, Lord, for your glory, but for her to be glorified, for you to get the glory, Lord. You know what I'm saying, Father God. Father, I just pray that she just is drenched in your blood, Lord. I pray that when you see her, Lord, that you don't see her, but you see your son, Lord. I be I pray that Jesus begins to just cover her, Father. That she don't even look like herself no more, Lord. But that she looks like you. That when people see her, they see you. When people hear their hear her, they hear you. I pray for her enemies, Father. Bless her enemies, Lord. Bless them, Father. I pray, Lord, that she just leans on you. And we destroy and demolish every contract with the enemy, every idol, every agreement. We we now come up against it with the blood of Jesus. That it be destroyed, Lord. I'm asking that you send your word. Excuse me, Lord. I'm asking that you send your war angels to come war on your child's behalf, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. And I thank you because you said it's finished. You already said it's finished. And I just speak that we walk in through it, Lord. We walk into the it's finished part of our lives, Father God. And it's for your name to get the glory. So, Father, I pray that you glorify your child. Glorify her, Lord. So she may bring you glory. I pray that she decreases, Lord, so that you can increase, Father God. Listen, I pray that she handles the snakes in her life with safety, Lord. I pray that each devil that's coming up against her purpose go under her feet right now in the name of Jesus. For you to get the glory, Lord. And I want to give your name all the glory it deserves, Father. I want to say thank you for all that you do that is seen and unseen, Father. I I just speak a blessing to you, Lord. I just want to bless your name because it's worthy of it, Father God. And I give give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. And I seal this word with the blood of Jesus, with the blood of the landlord. Hallelujah. Whoo, family. <laughs> Listen, I had, I, had to, I had to pray. Listen, because it, it needed to be done that way. But God is doing it. Just believe. That's all he needs is your faith. Even if it don't look like it, it's supposed to not look like it. Okay, let me tell you something. That's why he let the children of Israel get up to the Red Sea. Because it wasn't supposed to look like they was getting redeemed. Do you understand me? That's why he allowed the enemy to attack Job. Because it was supposed to look like that. It was no hope for Job. Do you understand me? That's why Jesus was hanging there on the cross because it was supposed to look like that God wasn't for him. Hallelujah. But what happened? They didn't know about that third day, did they? They didn't know about that third day. But let me tell you something. They found out. 
They found out really quickly about that third day. And like I told you, it's your third day. It's time for the Lord's favor. I speak that into your life right now in the name of Jesus. It's time for the Lord's favor. It's time for him to have mercy on you. Who, Jesus? So, (laughs) I love you so, 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 so much, okay? And let's not forget and let's not ever take this lightly that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.